I mean, hypotheticals are always good to have. It's good for your wrinkles, just to practice this kind of thing. Yeah. You know. My apolo- what is it? Apologetics? Apologetics, yeah. This is literally the, the, the defense of your faith. Defense of the faith. And I think we're about to defend our faith a yeah. bit. Yeah. All right, clap me off. Welcome back to Weepology, everybody. I am your not moving part two, Professor Ricky. I'm your apologetic professor, Ethan. Ooh, apologetics. Yes. We're talking about it again. It's the uh, defense of the faith. Yeah, the faith of Weebology, rule of three. Oh, yeah. Oh, praise be, praise be. Back in our- uh, We're really the inquisitors, if you think about it. True. Back in the uh, Catholic school days, we had a whole class about how to defend the faith. Right, exactly. It's really like argue, ar- argumentative. It's religion edition. Right. Like, <laughs> our, our, do you remember that uh, that final where we basically had to like stand in front of our teacher and argue with him on very candid points? Did you remember that? You could do the written exam, or you could do an oral exam, which I did, which was 30 minutes of me barking at Mr. Chapman. And I certainly did the written exam. I did the oral one, because I went in for my final... I'll bet you did the oral one. Oh, oh god damn it. <laughs> I earned my A, orally. <laughs> That's how I earned it. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, but it's 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 all a choice, right? Was that an actual option? It was an option. As I walked in and did it, yeah. Are you like the only person that did that? I was a collection of a very few, but I got like a hundred... I walked out with a hundred. I'm sure he was just like, all right, you had the balls to come in and like argue with me. That's 100% what it was. I made the right choice. <laughs> you should have been like, you know what? Yeah, you do make a really good point. I don't yeah. believe it at all anymore. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I'm like, gonna, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm going to fight you for this one, orally. <laughs> and I, it literally was just make me and him just like staring at each other. He's just like, I, I, he's like, I'm going to pretend to be this person. And you have to like dispute me. But it was like very overly structured. So it's like literally reading from the notes from the whole semester. So I'm like, yeah. It's like studying, but I don't have to write anything down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love this. Interesting. I made the right choice. But speaking of choices, Ethan. Yes. Today we are doing something that uh, we have done on the show before, but Ethan was not a part of this. We did this exact kind of concept with the Anime Brothers that you can go check out both the Anime Brothers podcast and our episode when I did it with them. But today we are doing Would You Rather's Anime Edition. Woo! Yeah, these are super fun to apply the WPs to, aka wrinkle power, and see if we can come to some, you know, definitive conclusions on these hypotheticals. And I had such a good time last time. I was like, Ethan, we should probably fucking do this again. We yeah, do a this. lot of mine are like very power based. So into it, into it. Yeah. So I, I think, and we are also going to pull from the Discord, the Discord, which you can get in for one dollar and up at Patreon.com/slash/Ubology that they all, the lovely Patreon folk, which we'll be shouting out, gave uh, some interesting ones that I think are worth, uh, worth chatting about. So I think we should do one of each of our own, and then we can jump into the Patreon ones. So what you got, my boy? I have three, so like at some point at I'll some have point, to say them all. Yeah, rip, rip off one of the ones you're thinking about. Okay, so this is one that I actually I consider quite a bit, and then like different stories I read. Okay. Like these powers will show up in like a smaller aspect, but anyway. Sure. So, would you rather? Okay. Have Yami's shadow powers in Black Clover. Okay. Or Lick's light powers. Ooh. 
Now, it's very interesting because Lick's light powers allowed him to basically travel at light speed at certain elements. Yes. And I know you're a big speedster guy. Uh-huh. And I think that's where you might be leaning. But I might actually personally go with Yami's because he seems to defy logic with a couple of his. His dimensional slash can literally cut through like some of the most dimensions. OP shit, literally dimensions, <laughs> some of the most OP shit of all time. I think the only time it was ever stopped at one point was someone had such powerful gravity magic that it warped the actual dimensional slash around him, which is pretty tight. But I think in all other cases, I would rather go with Yami's dark powers, I think. Interesting. In all other cases? I think that's the one case that you would go with Yami's powers. Oh, no, no. I'm saying, like, the one time that he was, like, his dimensional slash was diverted. Like, rebuffed? Was rebuffed. And, and every other time, that slash is an instant OP killer win. Like, done. Clapped. Done. Yeah, I still think, like, is it faster than light? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Like, I, I think, uh, I always love characters with those, like, insane light abilities or, like, lightning or something like that because it's just, like, there's really no defense if they follow any like real um like physics. Yeah, like scaling of speed, right? It's just like uh like I, I would have brought up like one piece stuff, but you don't really know about it. But anyway, one of the admirals Who's the one with the big earlobes that had the like the light powers? Or the lightning powers? That was Inaru, but I'm talking about one of the admirals. Okay. Uh, his name is Kizaru. He basically like has these light guns he shoots at people, but he also can he is this like Yata no mirror or whatever oh, that shit. allows him to basically teleport. Oh wow. So he's like really, really, really fast. Okay. Like certainly in that world, that's one of the powers I would be very, very keen on. Gotcha. Um, but also like just in general, like light abilities, like the ability to like strike somebody faster than their like literal body can handle. Yeah. Like move. Like I I've always thought it was weird in Black Clover. They talked about how Yami's shadow was like the slowest possible magic, yet he never has that issue. He whatsoever. never had that issue. That's what I'm saying, right? Is that he And just... he was able to like fight Lick to a standstill, even though Lick should be like the exact um like antithesis to his ability, you would right, think. Right. You would think. And that's why I'm thinking like Yami's dark magic, it's not shadow, it's dark. Right. Right. It's but no, that that's that's a key difference there that like I mean I guess I I, uh, I, really I just don't is, understand right? why they mentioned like it's slower <laughs> and then it never is. Well, I'm thinking of like Shikamaru's like shadow like his shadow yeah. paralysis stuff like that has a you know visible speed where right. Yami's dark seems to not. It's just like but it does but like it kind it of never shows up. Right. Exactly. So I think. But I in, did think like think about people that he they've beaten like specifically like licked beat the time guy julius so yes. it's like it's really hard to be like yeah light blows and then there's that one ability that he had where he was able to like rain down light swords on everybody in the entire kingdom oh right and then he basically had to like uh julius had to like stop it with this massive time magic right thing. you had to like reverse it so i don't know like any ability that would allow me to teleport like I would pretty much take that no matter that? what. Yeah. Um. And then if I also had the ability to like offensively attack in the speed of light, like I, like you almost don't need defense. Right. Teleport away, attack. Teleport I th- I away, think attack. Yami later developed a technique called black hole where he could basically suck up magic. Yeah. And that was pretty dope. Or still, like I feel like you're untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear your point, but I think it's more of a subjective. Like I think dark magic's cooler. It is cool for sure. Yeah. 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 But, but for- like. 
you'd also be a little more regal. That that is true. Yeah. But light if you magic. gave yourself a little like light crown. Ooh. Shaw. So I hear you, but we're we're divided on this one. Okay. Fair okay. Enough. But here's another one we might do, might be divided on as well. Would you rather as Death or Mirren? By Mirren, you mean Marin? Marin, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Ma- dress up, darling. You Marin, bro? Marin. Or, uh, you Marin, bro? Uh, you know, or as, as death. death. Um, me personally, as death. Yeah, as death. I mean, as Marin's death, a, like child. Uh, I was also saying, like, Did you. Did I say Marin's a child? I, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you were just so hype on it. So I was thinking, like, his other boo thing is definitely as death in this whole Weebology universe. She's an adult. She's <laughs> an adult. Oh, okay. Say they're both adults. They're both adults. Um. So as much as I do think, like her character's, um, sorry, what's her, Marin's character is very endearing on like a show. Sure. I think in real life, I would really struggle to deal with somebody that's that whimsical. Right. Whereas also- I could handle like a very aggressive human being very easily. Okay. But I would not be able to to handle like. I think both of them would certainly get on your nerves very hard. But I That's just, saying, I, right? I personally feel like Marin would probably get on my nerves worse. Would you rather be the one who has to deal with like that whimsical kind of flighty kind of thing or so aggressive that you never get a word in kind of vibe? Like it's always as that's way, right? But she also was like. When it, when it came to <laughs> what's his face, the main character. Yeah, yeah. He, she definitely kind of buckled a bit. Which right? is like, obviously. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna allow that shit. Right, so, right. So uh, I think I would still take as death because I think like Marin's like, eh, I don't. Like I said, I like her in the context of the show. She's right, a fantastic right. main character. But if it was like my girl, like I don't know, I don't know about that one. I don't know. I would just need like a little bit of like she's almost um, Marin's almost too pedantic, isn't the word? Too like she almost admires uh, Gojo too much. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I do. There's I do. no pushback to right. Gojo's like actions. Yeah. Then again, he doesn't like do anything wrong, so it's a little hard to be like she should be pushing back here. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. Right. And, yeah. And like that is actually, I think, one negative to their relationship. Like, it would have been nice if one of them was like, "Yo, why the fuck are you like avoiding me?" Like they they did early on, right? Yes, I was gonna say that. But there was earlier. never like conflict based off that. She just basically like. She like uh, almost waved it off. Just and shut it, it down. Never like, became a thing. It, no, she. Yeah, you're right. She didn't even shut it down. She just kind of like yeah, threw it to the like, side. Well, right? we're friends, so fuck off. Kind yeah. of thing. But it would have been like better if it was like more of a like a realistic response in real life to how that would go. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think as death, as, as like yandere insane as she is, right? Um, she's like a. She, Here's the hoping she, she's she, more mature, like as far as like a personality but she's also like fucking sadistic and insane yeah which i feel like i could deal with better. i feel like i could probably make that work right so uh, i can I'm... definitely make it work <laughs> i will make that work i think we're aligned on as death on that one uh let's hit a patreon one now wait quick. a minute marin yeah. as the as death looking character <laughs> i don't know uh oh yeah right if she cosplays yeah. as death now hold on she now. did basically Oh, she did. Like the the Lobelia chick looked almost exactly like Ezef. I was like, did they make this fucking episode? They for must me? have. They must have done that. Uh, Shit, that's totally right. Ooh. Okay. So this one, <laughs> this one comes from. What's I the- still love that that anime summit 
thing we did one time where we just like we bullied as death to the top of the list. We did, we did. It was like the it was like the waifu wars or something like that. Or it was, was either it? that or like it was like a maybe a pair because it was like Seto Kaiba and her. I think we bullied to the top. That's right. Oh yeah, it was um it, it was it was basically just like a like a bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a it was a battle bracket. <laughs> I love that. And we so battled much. We, we basically bullied it all the way to Seto Kaiba <laughs> versus Azdeath. It was a battle bracket. <laughs> like Kaiba won because he just sends you to the fucking, He's fucking Shadow Realm, baby. Shadow Realm. Money makes everything better. Yeah. Money, Duh. honey. Money, honey. All right. This one comes from the Patreon folk. Uh this one's from Deimos. Um, thank you for submitting. Uh, would you guys rather watch the entirety of Kill a Kill with your parents or not upload an episode for two weeks? Interesting. I think I'd probably take the hiatus because it's less work. But 100%. how would you like, like, would you watch Kill a Kill with your dad? I think he may have accidentally watched it when he thought he was watching <laughs> no the way! kill like the first episode okay and he's and, like this is the like, right thing. i think he literally texted me he's like what the fuck is this like this <laughs> like you guys didn't say anything like this on the comic kill episode um, oh he so, just got confused and to be fair i think i messed it up multiple times a kill a kill versus a comic girl a comic a kill we're doing it right now we're it's very difficult to say these it, stupid ass names yeah, yeah yeah um but personally i would not like to subject myself to that torture like i've watched worse shit with my dad like rated r movies do worse shit than kill a oh kill. my god my mom already listens to the syllabus sidebar i don't need yeah. her to watch like she's already the syllabus sidebar in terms of like anime involvement is the tamest of all the shit right now imagine having her listen to an actual episode of this show hi mom and then having her watch any anime besides Kill a Kill, and then making her watch Kill a Kill. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That is too many degrees. It's a lot of and degrees of separation. It's there. a lot of degrees into that. So I am definitely not going to take the path. I'd rather take the two-week hiatus. Like, Though I do fear if it was like a two-week hiatus, like genuinely, it might turn into like a four-week hiatus, five weeks. Right, right. right? We get so too comfortable. It, it's very, very dangerous. Um. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think for, for me specifically. I think we'd just start posting syllabus sidebars. I don't in, know in what we would do. Yeah, I don't know what we'd do. It might all fall apart if we miss a whole week. We gotta keep on weeks. we gotta keep on the right. we gotta keep on the shit. But you know what? I would rather take that risk than watch I also would take the risk. <laughs> I watch that skimpy shit with my parents. They yeah. would definitely not think of me highly anymore. Well, I think it's just like like beyond that, I didn't even like Kill a Kill. Like I just oh, I love I love I Kill a Kill. I didn't like the show. A studio so trigger show is just beautiful to look at. It was just like wacky to the nines. Yeah. Like it was great. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you had another one. I can do another Patreon one that I had some other interesting ones. Okay, this is sort of similar ish. Okay, would you rather be a hero with like a dog shit power, okay, or a villain? With like a really really strong power, but the only way to like increase it or to like stay the top of villainy is to like be a fucking bad guy. Like you have to be a bad guy. Uh, like pure ooh, villainy. Ooh. So basically, a villain, uh, a villain that gets his shit done with opiness, or a hero that doesn't get shit done, but he does have a power. But he, but he like helps people, you know. He does help people. Like you're not an asshole for one of them, and the other one you're like a serious the asshole, asshole. But you're the asshole. Now, do I have to kill people as my villainy? 
it certainly comes into play it quite a bit. It certainly comes into play. Potentially, you might have to kill heroes, like, on the reg. Well, they are my... I would have to kill villains on the other side, so it's not necessarily the killing isn't No, 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 no. You don't have to kill villains. Ah, shit. Right? Like, it's very, uh, very, like, almost DC Marvel-esque. Now, but, how dog shit are we talking as a power? Like... How about we make it so it's, like, the power is so... Like, you have to be constantly, like mentally so engaged to use it well okay almost like you didn't watch uh death battle in five seconds no i didn't so the main character's power is basically like it is whatever the other person thinks, thinks it, it is i heard about this so yeah, you yeah. have to like really big brain the fuck out of them into like it being a powerful ability so basically to use your ability you have to really like full send it your whole life is around that power right just to make it that thing but like maybe you're a glass cannon Ooh, you know that's a good point you know what? I think I would still I would still be the hero with the dog shit power like that because I'm still a step up from every other human. Yeah. And in that scenario, there is no implication. Well, it's that almost the, like solo leveling. You're like an E-class hunter. You're yeah, just right. barely above human. <laughs> right, but I'm still above everybody else, yeah. right? And there, in, that, in the hero scenario, there is no implication that there is a villain to match me, right? I just am a hero, right? As a villain, I just am a villain. There might be heroes trying to come to stop me, but as a hero, there's not necessarily villain villains there. So I think I would just like. Well, I mean, like I think the implication would be, of course, there's villains to combat, but you're like almost a peon, <sighs> right? So it's like in, in one case you have all the best heroes after you, and in one case, like you could pretty much go under the radar, but you're you probably feel inadequate because you're not actually doing much to like stop the villainy. But there aren't. But it. it that's the thing, right? Is that there may be other villains in when I'm a hero, and there may be uh, there are other heroes when I'm a villain. But if I'm the hero, there's no guarantee there's other heroes, right? I may be the only one, right? Okay, so I'm it, still better. Let me make this scenario very fucking explicit because I don't understand why you're like there might be. I'm trying. This is a good one. I'm just trying to think of like which. You're a fledgling hero. There's a shitload of heroes. Okay, much stronger than you. Okay, okay, okay. But. You know, there's also villains that are across the whole gambit. Yeah. Let's just say you're like a low level, um, uh, let's say one punch man world. You're like a D class hero. You're, you're fucking. You're Garbo. Komen Rider or whatever yeah. his name is. Okay. M- Mugen Rider? Mugen Rider. Yeah. Um, so you basically are like a human douche. Um, and then, Rider, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Whatever his name was. Yeah, I can't, fine. I literally can't. It's Lumen. fine. It's Lumen, fine. It's fine. Right. Or you're the villain, but like all the strong fuckers are after you it, it was kind of like i was thinking like johnny bolt like he's got a sick power but he's like a kind of a for some unknown reason a dog shit hero yeah but like the heroes he runs into are just like unreal strong and he's like fucked yeah like when he runs into pray praetorian but oh I was, yeah i was yeah. thinking like okay what if you're like the top villain but you got to do like really heinous shit to continually be stronger than the than the heroes that are going to be after you sure I'm going to go hero because I think there is a chance that I can make myself climbing that ladder. Interesting. I think I take the You'd hero. rather take the chance of rising the ladder versus like the ch- the chance of being the number one. Villain. I'm not, I'm not, I don't got villainy in my blood. Yeah. I got mischievousness. I have tomfoolery and debauchery, <laughs> but I don't have heinous. That's yeah. not in me. Like if I were like a Johnny Bolt where I was doing petty crime shit. That's one thing. But if I'm going to like be the top villain and do have to do heinous shit to stay up there, nah, fam, that ain't for me. But as a hero, at least I'm in the core. I'm recognized. I'm dog shit, but at least I'm recognized. 
And there's a chance for me to just claw my ass up. Even if I go C or B, I'm getting there somehow. I've always been a little afraid of like a scenario where you'd be like the D-class hero. And then like, uh, I can't remember what the the beast levels are in one punch man one punch man but let's so just say like tiger but just like boros comes over and just fucking kills you like, yeah there's literally nothing you can do yeah it's like tiger something dragon god yeah something, something like, that. like that yeah i don't demon, know demon maybe yeah oh no yeah it's tiger dragon demon god i just like feel that. like wow obviously i don't like doing heinous shit i'm not a bad person i feel like i would be i'd feel so effing vulnerable as like a very low level hero oh yeah yeah. i don't know if i could handle either one of these scenarios to be honest yeah that's a really good one right like like imagine even being um sung jin woo but like early on before he starts going like soul leveling hero yeah right where he's like they like laugh at him going into these gates yeah right right? because they're like you're fucking dead bro (laughs) you're not doing this right but at least i'll I'll make my meat i don't know his life did i don't think he was like do it didn't seem like he was like enjoying life whatsoever as like that super middling hunter. I don't know. It, it just it seems rough. So I don't what, know what, what to would do. You, what would you take? Would you take the villain? I'd probably take the villain and just have to deal with it. <laughs> just go to sleep at night and know that you got the cash and everything you need. And I don't know. I, I um a couple of book series I've read recently they they've kind of like delved into the idea of like like to be. Sometimes to to like run an organization and like to be an overall greater good, you have to be like super fucking like vicious. Let's just say, yeah, like like let's just say run a kingdom, you have to be like a vicious dickhead. You do. So like the question is like, what would I be able to almost like logic myself into believing I'm doing like something better? So just make like some kind of like anti-hero ideology to yes. like kind of convince yourself that your villain. I think is- I probably would have to convince myself in order to like be that bad. Interesting. Bad of it. Ooh, that put that in a new light. Uh, yeah, because I mean, like, I think I would be able to handle convincing myself that what I'm doing, even though it's disgusting, is like okay. Sure, would be easier for me to do than to be like a D class person that's gonna get absolutely waxed anytime I see like a C or B. Because there, there's no ambiguity in a hero's journey, right? At least yeah. it seems, or at least it seems that way, right? A villain could definitely be gray. There can you can have an anti-hero, but that doesn't change the fact that you're D class. Right. As a villain, you can kind of go anti-hero and like do some heinous shit. Well, like I don't get... mind being like, m- let's just say like I have a, mar- a martyr complex, so to speak. But like if you're doing it as like a D-class hero, you're not actually doing anything that important. Right. It's almost like throwing your life away for nothing. Whereas if you're like, let's say you're the top hero, like the situations you'd be in to like where you have to like basically go on a suicide mission to save the world, you're saving the world. You know what I mean? Right. But if you're like a fledgling idiot, <laughs> it, it almost feels like what the hell is the point of everything that's a really good point it's kind of like a choice between right and wrong but like with Fuck. wrong you get like fucking jedi like sith yeah. powers yeah I, i'm gonna stick with the hero choice okay, i think i'm, I'm a ju- villain yeah all right cool i guess i'll meet on the battlefield and i'm gonna get waxed I, <laughs> I i totally get that now um so this one's a good one this is from our boy saint um would you rather be Subaru from ReZero and go through basically his life in the show, so after he's Isekai, or be Rudy from Jobless and relive his life, but only before he got reincarnated. So to be that Shunen Otaku and just get bullied to the fucking nines, bullied into the Stone Age, or be Subaru and just have to get waxed over and over and over again in gruesome ways to get his shit done. 
what wife would you rather have? Um, do I have to like follow exactly what happened in the shows? I think so. I think for Subaru, most likely yes. For Rudy, the same terrible decisions he did. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm saying you have this power. You're gonna you're gonna get fucking killed a bunch of times. Right. But do I have like an actual brain, and I'm not Subaru? You're you. So you just live their lives. So you ha- you have to be in Subaru's position. I think I would vastly prefer that than Rudy uh, being like kind of just that shut in Utaku. Well, it getting seems, it seems like I have to be like a fat, unlovable guy <laughs> in his world and then just get fucking relentlessly demolished. Yeah. Do I get to bring my like physicality to that world? I, I'm not worried about no fucking high schoolers that's in fair. Japan. That's fair. I don't yeah. care how delinquent they are. We, we could probably body some people. <laughs> I would not be worried. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd go with Subaru only because I feel like there is... And also, my personality would is not a bullyable personality in Japan. Fair. You know what yeah, I mean? I just... Yeah. I think, like, our brash American... Just in general, our American, like... Um, Sensibilities. Individua- individuality... Yeah. Would not allow us to be just, like, relentlessly bullied in, like, a... Yeah, good luck. Yeah. I just don't think it would work. Yeah, come at me. See what happens. Uh, I think I'd still take the Subaru path. I, like... And this is the thing is like the pain of death over and over again. But like, I, and we talked about this when we talked about ReZero at some yeah, point. It's yeah. like, I don't. That would be desensitized after. A I think bit. I would be. Yeah. Like even pain. Like I think my pain tolerance is extremely high, but like at a certain point, the more times you hurt yourself, it's just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think part of it is like you go into situations knowing that you're like, this like the 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 existential fear of death is gone, right? If you are known, that's a very good point. I would you, be fucking reckless, right? You'd be reckless, right? Because like I'm just gonna keep trying, right? It may suck in the moment, but if you just wait it out until you finally die, you're back. You're back to checkpoint, right? I think the after the first time you died, it would probably be very difficult for you to like put yourself in a position to die a second time. Because but then, of that, you'd have to remember that pain. But then I think it would be very desensitizing to where at some point you'd just be like, fuck it. I wonder... And now, you'd swing for the fences with like every opportunity or option. Yeah. Because like, why go for like a middle of the road, like okay life at that point? I wonder if there'd be a way, the one thing that I would probably do after I found out that I was in a Subaru's position is find an insta-kill switch somehow. Like build a collar that if I had a button, it's just like, just done. Like, like suicide. Essentially, yeah. Well, he did jump off a mountain at one point, right? Yes. So it, we know that self-killing suicide can, in that universe, bring him back. So it, that's not a rule. Like he's good yeah, to go. Yeah, I I think the the biggest concern and the scariest part of that whole world is the fact that you don't know if you'll actually respawn next time. That's really fair. Right? Like, you don't know if, like, okay, I've got 50 lives and I've just used 45 or 49 of them. Fair. That's the only period part where it does get scary. He, yeah, because he never got and still probably doesn't actually have clear mechanics on how that works because sometimes he hits a checkpoint in, later on, right? And he's like, fuck, no, no, I wanted to go back. I want and needed to go back. And right. there's a new checkpoint now. So there is some ambiguity to it all so that might be mentally obviously draining and jarring but i think still in the face of that i would i'd give it i i'd, I'd take the subaru path 
at least because if I decided I didn't want to do any of the shit in Subaru's path, I wonder if I could just deviate. I think he deviated for a while there for a second, kind of in the animal kingdom or like that, the beast kingdom. He just kind of lived there for a while. Well, he did some like bullshit where he just like stopped doing anything for a while. Yeah, right? So I think if that's I, an option. I've always disliked the way that his world works where if he gets to like certain milestones, he can't return before that. And I think it's more that if you were indicated that you're about to do a thing that if you succeed, you're not going back. Like, you're not going to go back to the thing before. But it it didn't seem like there was like a... There was no indication. There was that. no solid indication that That's like this milestone yeah. like is your new save point. Right. And that, the, it's the mystery, the ambiguity in this that I think is the mental tax here. Right. But if I have to be like a, an uber pussy in the other world, like, I don't know how I could do that. Yeah, and you have to live that life. Like you have to be an Uber plus. I just don't. I just. I just don't think that I could handle that level of like submissive, just kind of taking it right, like pure subbed and like never striking back. Like it's just not my style. No, I'd be like. Like if he's a if he's supposed to be like a science kid, I'd just be like bombing these fucking. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. There's ways to do this where you don't have to like physically fight them. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I just think I would not be able to handle like the locked in feeling of like I have to sit here and just be get my shit rocked and just rot essentially. Yeah. yeah. At least Subaru is trying and actively trying to do something about a situation. And I think the other thing is like. Like, yes, he was bullied, but he also, like, treated his family bad, if I'm not mistaken. He treated his family like shit, and it was just kind of like his outlet was to just be shut in, and he treated his mom and dad like pieces Like, like I shit. wouldn't be able to do that. No, no, absolutely not. So, I'd I, ra- I th- like, like I said, I, I'd rather take the martyr path and just, like, you know, if I have to die over and over again, so fucking be it. And if I get I, to meet Puck. Fucking love that. But if I, like, stop fucking surviving, okay. Yeah, you know right, what I right. mean? Yeah, like, yeah right. <laughs> Uh, so I, I yeah, I think Subaru Path is the way. At least you're actively engaging. Yeah, in the and world, you can like right? think about things. You can like make choices that matter. In, in the other case, it seems like you cannot make choices. If you're living his life, you make no choices. Right. Yeah. So I got I I have one personally that is off my dome. Okay. You have a demon inside of you, my boy. Deep Classic. Down, deep down. <laughs> Would you rather that demon be Sukuna or Kurama? Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen or Kurama from Naruto? I think this is pretty obvious. Is it? Yes. Who? Kurama. Why? Because he fucking is apparently able to be reasoned with at some point. So that's what I'm saying, right? You aren't these characters. You're you. So I was thinking about this earlier today. I thought it was obviously Kurama, but like the interesting thing to me is that Sukuna, while calm and conniving and meticulous still can't do shit unless I get all his fingers. Now, Kurama is always actively trying to get out. Always. And the second he does, you're leveling a city, my dude. Like, Okay, but do I have like the same ceiling and stuff that Naruto has? You do, but you're still you. So, I mean, that, we noticed, got weakened in the past and yeah, Orochimaru like- strengthened it, so... If if it were left to its own devices, it would have just leaked out. Like but before you got like, a chance. 
it was situations when Naruto like lost control. I'm never in situations where I'm gonna get that pissed to where I'd lose control. So far. And we don't know. Maybe his influence is like he's the this thing with Sukuna, he's just kind of there for now until you get all the things he wants. Also, I don't want to eat fucking fingers, so I wouldn't want to be So that's the one thing too, is that Yuji isn't compelled by Sukuna to do those things. He's compelled by the society of Jujutsu <laughs> Sorcerers to do that. So that having that inside of you having this Sukuna is like such you? a bullshit scenario though you're just like yeah you you get to be you get to have Sukuna inside you but not have to do any of the things that the main character has to do to keep him there and to like you know well, handle the scenario that's what I'm saying right is that you're you well then you I get to have just... Karama inside me and not have to do any of the things that are required me to keep him locked and sealed okay right like the fingers do not require him do not keep him sealed the fingers do not keep him i sealed. know that okay so you're just there at the beginning one of like in either scenario so either i get to see a cute little fucking fuzzy little fox in my stomach or or a fucking creep <laughs> <laughs> you're just going up your aesthetic you know <laughs> ah you won me over it's karma then whatever i probably scratch him behind the ears okay yeah but that's that's the one thing i guess i guess i thought initially sukuna because at least like Hey, go get all my fingers. No. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. How's that? Nah. And then you, I kind of get to a little, little tap on curse energy and just learn how to do that. Like, maybe that's how it is. I'm pretty sure that's the logic behind how Yuji got to actually interact with curse energy because, like, he wouldn't be able to fucking do that without having a little bit of sauce inside of him anyway. Yeah. But Kurama, there is the upside if you could reason with him, you become basically ninja super saiyan. So, like, fucking sweet. So I might not. Nah, I I that's one thing I didn't consider. So Kurama edges slightly, but not as much as you'd think. I think the other issue is if you're not in these worlds that require this, it's like you're in no situation where you possibly need curse energy and you're in no situation where you could possibly need to be Super Saiyan Ninja. But imagine if you had it, though. Like, I think the U.S. military kills us instantly. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the debates that we had on the last Would You Rather the Anime Bros that the the whole you have one punch level strength, but you either transform into a Sailor Moon outfit every time you have to use it, or the CIA gets pinged every time that you use it. Right. So, and the answer is obviously the CIA. CIA, because like, yeah, you can literally wax the CIA with one punch, or just strength. teleport away. Yeah, you're good. That's where like the the light powers would be insane. It's like shoot me, I just like go incorporeal. <laughs> and that in the business we call a callback. Yeah, it's well done. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you got another one, or you want to do the Patreon? Uh, you can keep going. Let's see the picture. I'm still trying to figure out what like my my rather part is for one of them. Um, one was one was pretty cool. I think this was a uh, this was from our boy Ant Man. Um, would you rather have a quirk or a devil fruit power? And I I, I found this one kind of interesting because the the way he kind of sold the question is you do lose the ability to swim and water kills you from a devil fruit. So that is a major downside, but you don't really have a choice with your quirk because it's genetic. It's a luck of the draw situation. So interesting. Interesting. But he said that all the devil for powers, at least at a bare minimum, are pretty fucking useful. So that was kind of interesting. Unless you know more about One, one Piece, so uh, are there devil for powers that are menial and don't make a lot of sense? Or? There's certainly some that are like pretty dog shit, but... Overall, they're much more useful, I think, than like a lot of the across the board quirks. Yeah, but I think the problem with like a rando quirk is you could get like, like 
uh, Shimura, I can't remember the guy's first name, the Togo Shimura guy, where, like, he accidentally kills his whole family. Oh, yeah, the uh, Shikarami or whatever. I don't know. Whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, sure. The the, the main hand, bad guy. Hand guy, yeah, yeah. 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 He can do uh, decay, that whole thing, yeah, yeah. Or what's his face, like a... Uh, like an overhaul? A million. Like, oh, Lemillion, yeah, yeah, where he just falls to the ground and just like, faces out of reality. You know what I mean? It's like very difficult to just no clips. Yeah, right. It's just very... <laughs> it's just no clip. It's just... <laughs> I think it'd be much scarier to be in that situation where it's like, all right, you're gonna be a lot of power, but it could be like potentially extremely detrimental to you and all of your family. You could be a god, or you can fall to the core of the earth. Yeah, like okay. like oopsie, <laughs> oopsie doodles. Um, so... so I would definitely pick. Devil fruit. I think I would too. If because, I get to choose my devil fruit, because like is you, that what it was? You literally, yeah, it's no, you can't choose. You just get a devil fruit power, maybe at the random. Well, I don't port. think there's any like detrimental devil fruits, and I think that's what it is. The only detriment is that you just can't swim, which right? is a, I guess, would be annoying for me as a person who likes to swim, but also like I'm not. Very often, I can in work a lifestyle around not swimming. <laughs> I think not, I can like, make that work. You know, I don't live a life on the sea. So yeah, right. I'm I just go live in the. Right. I just go live in the mountains and just be a god. Or like cool. live your normal life. Right. Just no more swimming for you, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'll just sit on the beach, let the waves hit me. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd go to the beach very often. I the gambler in me would say quirk, but the logic in me definitely says devil fruit power. I think I'm going to go with devil fruit power. Because I think the idea of a quirk would be dope if I like luck of the draw it to like a god level power, like an all for one. Like holy yeah. shit! You mean a one for all? I'm no, assuming. no. I mean all for one, where you can steal everyone else's quirks. Wouldn't matter much in a world like ours where I don't have any quirks. I realize. <laughs> so but how's that god power? That's a good question, and that's actually leading into the other, yeah, uh, to the other one that I had. That was, uh, I think it was also asked by. It was Ant Man. Yeah. Um. Would you rather have one for all or all for one? So I think this is going to be controversial, but I think all for one is actually the main hero of the show. And here's why. <laughs> there's this, Alrighty, let's there's do this. this theory, right? That like down the different generations, like you keep going down the generations and your quirks are getting more and more unstable, more and more powerful. So there is this like I in the back of my head I've been thinking of this theory. Oh where, yeah, like, so, uh, we, it was in the movie the Doomsday Quirk theory or the Quirk Doomsday theory. Where it, was it was also like, in like different seasons. And yeah, stuff. yeah. But like low key, he might be the only one that's able to like stop this Quirk apocalypse from happening. Yeah. By his ability of like jacking Quirks from everybody else, and and like my analogy is going to be like think about Charlotte. Like shit got wild, wild. Yeah. And he had to go around and just like take everything back and like be the one guy who has to do that. And just take it all upon himself. Right. So it's like almost like all for one could be the anti hero here. I love that you you almost had a callback to my tin my first ever yeah. tinfoil hat conspiracy that yes. Charlotte is the prequel, not even spiritually, literally to my hero academia, but neither here nor there. And then the main character was all for one as as a kid, neither here nor there. But I hear what you're saying, but it comes down to his ideology. I know this is a conversation about which other quirk you have, but I love that you brought this up. Would he actually save the world, though? Is that what he's after, necessarily? Right? I think he... Because I thought he thought quirks are... Now, now, wait a minute. Yeah? We're just getting to choose a quirk. We're not taking on their personality. No, no, but you brought up the whole... I'm having more of a conversation about how you think oh, all for one is... Yeah, your theory. But, like, would he care? Because he's, he's all about quirks. You, he thinks that quirks 
are the metahuman evolution. Like that's the next step in humanity is to have quirks. So everyone needs to have one. Everyone should have one. Right? Like he, that's what he wants. Like he wants the, a world of quirks. I'm not uber clear on his actual motivations, to be honest with you. It could just be absolute chaos bullshit. So I, like, I think he's sort of like a Joker character like that. But ha ha, he ha. But it does feel like at some point, if you're if you're this like originator or whatever of quirks, sure, like he yeah. seems to be. I don't he's know. He's definitely a nexus point for sure. Right. It, it starts to make you wonder. Okay. Wait, wasn't he literally the first and like his little brother was the second person to get quirks? No, I think they were just in the first generation. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just feels like at some point if this like doomsday gener- uh doomsday scenario theory, does yeah. occur, does occur like it would be hard for him not to do something about it. And it makes a lot of sense like like hearing that theory in the episodes and in the mo- like oh sorry, the seasons in the movie it makes a lot of sense with genetic variety. We are seeing like later quirks, new generation stuff, real nuanced, almost like stands or like, uh, you know, <laughs> Shikai releases like real specific complex. It wasn't just like fire or ice or thunder. Right. It was like real, like conjuring of shit. I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense that eventually quirks would run amok. But would all for might actually want to be a hero of that and just let it happen, right? He would just like, um, let that shit go to town. I don't know, but since I get his quirk, I'm gonna pick that because I do feel like it would be a problem at some point. And if like you have to be the one that I'm also unclear when he takes a quirk, does he kill the person or does he just take the quirk? Um, I almost feel like he's a villain because he's taking the quirk, and then like now they're human, they're like completely human and like this world revolves around quirks yeah he's just kind of leaving them high and dry essentially but i i mean he obviously is a bad guy so it's entirely possible he's killing them as well he, and he could and i know he he can give quirks obviously right i um, wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but i know we know that more than one quirk in a body typically without all for one's power is detrimental without augmentation so if you try to have two quirks in the same body for the most part it's pretty detrimental yeah i mean um, i think unfortunately like one what is it all, all one for one for all yeah which is like deku yeah is like honestly borderline really a selfish quirk it is isn't it whereas i feel like all for one if used correctly is not selfish like imagine if if you if he was like not a dickhead like yeah. as, as a human being like you could go to togo or whatever the fuck the guy's name is shimura with the yeah decay yeah. take his power so he doesn't fucking kill his whole family right you could go to lamillion and make sure he's not falling into the core of the earth like you could go around and take take the very diff like scary detrimental difficult quirks. detrimental quirks away and like you could make this world a better place and in that regard and what i would imagine you too could go is up to that other villains and just suck all their powers away bye i was also thinking in a world where the whole world revolves around quirks imagine people on their deathbed with quirks you take those and give it to the quirkless. They're not going to use it when they die. So you literally like it's a quirk donor, right? You like literally, that, you're like a quirk donor, like, like an like, organ donor. I right? think the question then becomes like, th- th- I mean, they don't go into depth about like if you give someone a quirk, does it like then change their genetics to mean like, like does that add to the quirk doomsday theory down the line? So you're you're basically giving so yeah I hear what you're saying it's basically giving a quirk to the quirkless just altering the genetics and then just 
keeping it crazy. But like, does that, you, you know, like it furthers that potentiality Furthers this issue. <laughs> okay. So if you're saying if you had all for one, I don't know. I, you... I like the, the idea of like the solitary hero, like, like Charlotte. Where so you take it all upon yourself. That's what yeah. I was going to ask. So if you had all for one, you'd be the hero. Just, you would go out to try to take every quirk. Upon I don't think yourself. I'd be looked at as a hero. I'd probably be looked at as, as like as a, a bad guy, yeah. but I'm smarter than you. So sorry. <laughs> assuming i know that there's this doomsday theory that's gonna happen yeah you know what i mean and it does seem like it is getting like pretty close to happening in the show that we're at i'm gonna go ahead and say that this this hypothetical exists in a world of quirks because neither kind of have any legs without a world of quirks maybe one for all one for all might yeah so one for all be superman in a world of babies fair so as long as you had a linear path of one for all and you got it at least a couple marks down the line you would be yeah you'd be god tier for sure but i mean like one for all doesn't matter for jack unless you're in a world of quirks so that's true. that's what i'm thinking if it's our world i'd take one for all if it's in a world of quirks i'd take all for one that's the real that's the real end be all end all because fair. one for all doesn't matter fuck all unless you've got quirks to take you know right so uh, if it is a world of quirks which i will assume because that we're talking about quirks anyway i'm gonna do all for one i'm in your camp i like the mm. idea of that I'm in. Okay. Do you have another one? We got we got a whole we got a whole couple. We can do a couple more. Uh, keep going then. Okay. I don't know. I still don't know what my like other side of my equation is for this next one. <laughs> You're still working it out in your brain. Yeah. All right. This one's a funny one from Saint. Would you rather believe in the heart of the cards or believe in the power of friendship? Um <laughs> now I did a little research on this. <laughs> Probably the power of friendship personally oh i believe in the because heart. that means i have friends heart of the versus car- heart of the cards means you're a loser who plays with cards all day but so i thought about this i'm like how can i interpret this question and it was believing in the power of friendship and believing in the heart of the cards ultimately boiled down to success and what you're doing right so what overcomes greater odds to success heart of the cards or power of friendship the max Yu-Gi-Oh deck that you can have is 60 cards. Now, if you did 60 factorial, that would be you pulled one, the exact card, out of a possible 8.3 to the 81th power combinations. That's astronomical numbers that don't exist in the universe, but the part of the cards overcome that amount of odds. I don't think that's even accurate, though, because you already have your hand full of five cards. Okay, so and say, then like you would have to, it would be situational as to whether like that exact card you need shows up. So like it isn't as insane as you're saying, but it's certainly quite ex- insane. That's what I'm saying, right? Is that the heart of the cards overcomes? It's probably like an somewhere around fifty factorial. I still think you're working with astronomical odds there, I'm my dude. I'm just saying it's not quite sixty factorial. <laughs> um, and the power of friendship. I mean, what kind of odds are you really overcoming? With power of friendship. It really depends. Like fairy tale, they overcome like ridiculous odds. Hmm. And it's also like, once again, a very like, we're all doing this together. It's not a solitary. We're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, uh, as much as I, I do preach this idea of like, your friends need to die in anime to make it feel like extremely real. You have preached in the past, yes. Like, I've read, 
you know, oh, I read a lot of books too, a lot of stuff like this, and they're very heavy into like killing all your friends, <laughs> and it doesn't feel as good as I thought it might. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, power of friendship that makes a lot more sense. But like in all the power of friendship shows, no friends die really. Fair. Does that yeah, make sense? right, right, right. Yeah, like Neji was like a begrudging acquaintance, really. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Right. Like Naruto saw him as like, oh my god, my best friend. He's yeah. the one who truly understood me, it's like, and everyone's like. What? Like you haven't no. talked to him in literally yeah. twelve seasons. <laughs> there is literally a bookshelf worth of time between the yeah. last time you talked to him and his death. So I don't know what you're doing. And he's like, now that he's out of the way, what are you? What are you doing, Hinata? Yeah, let me slide in those DMs. Not girl. that they could have gotten together. Let's just. Well, I don't know, man. Let me, let me slide in that DMs real quick. <laughs> but I'm still gonna go with Heart of the Cards. I think just the the sheer numbers game. I'm going full rational on this one and. I think the the odds overcome have a calculated astronomical amount of odds if you truly believe in the heart of the cards. I'm going with that. I just feel like the the application is so <laughs> singular. But I mean, like, if heart of the cards is that it's the power to overcome fate. Yeah, essentially, like one <laughs> oh, in eight point three deck. One point, like one t- one out of eight point three to the eighty one. Let's okay, fine, fifty. It's like sixty fact, like to the power of sixty, but it's still fucking insane, insane. Yeah, but like in such a specific application that it's almost useless. Well, I'm just gonna go be a professional poker player then. So I'm gonna do that. Uh, I guess that was- if I had the power of the heart of the cards, I'm gonna make millions, dude. I'm gonna make absolute banger. Buku I guess you're dollars. right. I <laughs> didn't think about real poker. <laughs> you didn't say Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, well, I just kind of uh, instantly associate it with heart of the cards of Yu-Gi-Oh. You know who doesn't? Obviously, because you're a big brain boy. Obviously, but you know you've you've outthought me here. I think poker is the Ooh. way to go and you do heart of the cards. This. You go to the hearts. Who needs friends? You got that cash. You'll get friends with all your money. Yeah, your money. Y'all. Yeah. I believe in the power of friendship. I believe in the power of my wallet to get that friendship, <laughs> yeah. baby. <laughs> all right. What else we got? Hey, you want to be my friend? Here's a Lamborghini. Yeah, right. No, trust me. I got I Yeah. I give him, I'll give him my card and it says heart of the cards on it. <laughs> That's how they know. Believe in that card for sure. Uh, what's another one? Uh, St. Sane had a whole shit ton. I respect the guy for just blasting. Just blasting him. I want to give someone else a little bit of a chance. I would say... Uh, I'll, I'll do another one because he had a really short uh, short and sweet, succinct one. Um, would you rather eat Sanji's cooking or Soma's cooking? Soma's cooking? Yeah. I don't even think I've seen One Piece. Next just question. To, yeah, next <laughs> question. I, don't even see, I haven't seen One Piece even to know that. And Soma's cooking is clearly better, right? You tell me. It's just, it's not as, um, the problem with Sanji's cooking is it's super exotic and I just don't know. Oh, interesting. You know, I have no, I have no baseline for the taste of like these weird fish that he's eating versus I know exactly what <laughs> Soma's cooking. Yeah. And his stuff's like, also he's he like cooks like down home country style almost. Of course, it's like Japan country style, but <laughs> Japan country style. Like, like, uh, I don't know. I, I just would feel more comfortable eating that shit. That's fair. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Selma. It's got to be Selma. Yeah, yeah it's got to yeah. be. It always was. It always was. <laughs> always has been. Another Ant Man special. Uh, would you rather be a voice actor in your favorite anime or be able to draw together with your favorite man- manga artist or mangaka? Um. I think definitely a voice actor, and here's why. Okay. I thought about this actually a lot. Oh, really? 
I feel like if you are responsible for the actual drawings and stuff like that, yeah, the te- the deadlines, all of that would just be so unnecessarily It'd intense. It'd be rough as fuck, wouldn't it? Also, I would have to be good at drawing. So, like, let's I th- assume you're good enough to get in these places. Uh, I'll give that assumption that you you draw with the best of them and you VA with the best. And of you them. talk with the best of them. You, you just talk real um, smooth, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think personally, I would still pick the VA because it feels like. And I, I honestly know nothing about the process for either, so it would be kind of, this is a complete shot in the dark, but I just view it as, like, you go into the studio for, like, maybe a week. Sure. You do your lines, and then you're done kind of thing. Yeah. Versus, like, having to draw consistently for the full length of the show. Yeah. Or manga, I mean. Yeah. I, I think for me, it would be... If the question was, would you rather meet your favorite mangaka or meet your favorite... VA. Voice actor. Okay. I would still pick voice actor. Because <laughs> me you and Johnny pick... Young Bosch are going to hang out. Oh, we're going to chill for sure. Me and, Chris, me and Sabbath. Me and Sean yeah, Shamel. true. For sure. But so for me, it's VA because I think being able to VA in one of my favorite anime, those animes are big titles. Like my favorite yeah, show. I mean, you're basically cosplaying. Uh, well, yeah. Little, yeah, for sure. Without having to look like a little girl. I mean... What if I want to look like a little girl? What I'm saying. What if I want that? But that being said, I would rather VA because that would lead to other VA possibilities. I feel like if you are a mangaka, you're really kind of just you better have a banger like you know like a tight Kubo or like true like a, a Toriyama. Just like that's your. But just imagine how long it takes him to make every single panel. Right, like, right. That's that. what I'm saying, right? But like with VA, it's like, oh, you did good work in that. Can you come do this on another work and another work? And you, you basically this video game. Yeah, yeah, you, totally. You got a career now. You're Matt. You're like a Matt Mercer. That's what you, you got that down. You're a Johnny Unvosh, dude. That you just yeah. got. You got that all down. So I'd rather be the. I'd rather VA in my favorite anime because of the possibilities it'd be in my in my future for other anime that i'd want to voice in or other works of art i'd love to voice in and now you got that clout baby smooth sailing you're up you're in and if you do a good job people want that people want those goods so i'm va all day va all day yeah i like that mm-hmm. so i don't know what my like other piece of the the side is but i'll tell you the one thing that i wanted to have on one side and maybe you can figure out the other i'll side. try to, i'll try to figure the other side out like yeah. would you rather be like a saiyan like a natural born saiyan to okay. where you only gain like real power through the Zenkai boosts of being like essentially on death's doorstep. Okay. But your life span is like essentially forever. Sure. Or something. <laughs> so you had one side of this. Yes. You want me to come up with the other side? Yeah. So would you rather be a essentially Saiyan like who, a masochist? Yeah. A who masochist. also has to constantly fight. Right. Or would you rather be someone who already has all the power? How about this? But no one to fight. No, how about you would be you'd be like a Pokemon master or a Saiyan. The Pokemon master you have to like steal all these pokies. <laughs> you have to kidnap pokies out of the world or the other thing like you can take all of the like um all the suffering or whatever upon yourself. Ooh. Kind of thing. Yeah, so you personally get stronger through the battles, or you have others fighting the battles for yeah, you. Yeah, like you have to like but let your you... Pikachu get fucking murked constantly. Right, but if they're out, you're done. Like you're you're kind of fucked in a battle. Um, it's more like you would have to torture your Pokemon over and over and over again. Like I think that's another piece of Pokemon that people don't really think about. Like, is that they level up? You're by getting their dog ass fighting. Beat? 
They get they're their- literally dog fighting with your Pokemon, and they're like at some point they're gonna get electrocuted, fire fucking blasted, like. So I'm thinking about the Pokemon for the utility of the idea. Like I, I don't necessarily have to elicit in. They can all stay level one for all I care, and they just like. They're my never boy- do anything. They're my boys. Yeah, they. I just got. I just got the boys hanging around. I don't know if it really works like that. Well, okay. Then in that case, I think I would take the Saiyan route because. At least I'm making the conscious choice to get my own ass beat. But it's a little bit like um, Vitrians or whatever the hell from Invincible. Uh, Viltrumites. Viltrum. Yeah. Yeah, Viltrumites. Sure, Viltrumites. Yeah. Where it's like, it's a war world. Right. And you basically have to fight nonstop. Oh, so you're kind of... For- oh, it- I- okay, there it is right there. Right. You're in a world like a Saiyan world, but you're forced to fight all the time. Yeah. Or you have to force other creatures to fight your battles for you. Yeah. I guess I I guess I'd have to go with the sand path, right? But like keeping in mind I would mind, know nothing else. But know keeping nothing else. in mind like the only way to get your Zenkai boost is to nearly die without actually dying. But this goes back to the Subaru conversation we had earlier. I'd probably get desensitized to that shit. Yes. And this is just part of my daily routine. Yeah. It would suck initially, but I'd probably know nothing else, right? Yeah, I'm very partial to I mean, I know this is like a super trope in in a lot of like fantasy literature and stuff like that, but I'm very partial to MCs that like they try really, really hard to keep their friends out of danger. Like even though the friends like want to follow them headlong into danger, but it's like the main character is always like the OP one. Yeah. Like the, they call like progression fantasy. Yeah. It's like, you know, let's just say like a, like a solo leveling, like his, his chick and all his friends want to get involved, but he's like, you can't do anything. Like you're only gonna die. Uh, one one that I was reading that Saint turned me on to is Omniscient Reader. Um, similar vibe, right? He knows how because an Omniscient Reader, it becomes the world becomes the story in a light novel or a manga that he has read. So he has this, and he's one of the last readers that read the entire thing all the way through. Oh, I see. So he knows everything that's happening. So. Like, Bruh, let me be involved. Yeah, yeah. If that happened to me and I knew everything about the story, I'd be like, all right. But his friends want to be involved. And they're, he's like, no, fuck. Like, you literally yeah. don't know what's about to come up, and I do, and it's about yeah. to get really, really nasty. So you come with me because you're specific, but the rest of you stay right the fuck there. That's pretty good. It's, it's really cool. It's like imagine um, the solo leveling situation in that first. Uh, yes. The first dungeon. Yes. That goes really, really bad. This yeah. first double dungeon. Yep. First double dungeon, right? That, like, that's exactly like what he it is. Probably wouldn't have taken his friend, the the girl chick. Yeah, if, if he, he had, had known, known how bad that was going to go. But in the way that omniscient reader is written is like, even though he knows, like the ability. Some people are like early readers, so they're called prophets in this world. But he's like the true. He's like the only guy that was reading this online manhwa or like light novel all the way through. Who's like the last subscriber. There are like a bunch in the early couple chapters and then they died off, died off, and it was just him. Because they just unsubscribed and didn't read the rest of it. But then once it ended, the whole world changed into that story from start <laughs> to finish. So other people claim that they know what's going on, but then he kind of like gauges what they know by like, oh well, yeah, like so where is the what do you think the flag's gonna be in this one challenge? Oh, it's gonna be here. Oh, they only read to chapter five. So he can like pinpoint exactly where Weird. their their shit drops off. It's a really cool manual. You should totally check it out. The art like ramps up really well. Yeah. Um, I was so, almost thinking like uh, I'm like re-listening right now to the beginning after the end. Oh, good. Where it's like, Hell yeah. it's like your your main character is just so much freaking sh- like stronger than really the rest of his peers. Yeah. In, in his like country, let's just say. Right. It's like 
um, you know, people are constantly lamenting that he's like doing everything by himself. But it's like honestly, if no one else could do it with me, right? Like if if I was the main character, I would also be like, you absolutely cannot show up. While I know that is like, it's very insensitive in a lot of ways to like the other characters, but it's also like. I don't want you to die. Like, if you know, no point. If, the thing is, if you know, you know, and if you know, it's really not that right. insensitive. But from a but like the other looking, characters will view it exactly, as bad. exactly. So I think in that light, even despite that, I would still take the Saiyan path because I hear you. Yeah, that would be the that would be the path you'd have to take after so many battles and so many hardships. You would just be so far and away stronger than any of your peers. So you just have to keep them out. Though I do wonder, like Goku has kept like a pretty good attitude throughout i don't think it'd be that easy to do like i think you you would end up being the Vel- viltramite whatever the guy's name is oh yeah omni-man yeah yeah i you'd... think you would be that like cynical dickhead after a while yeah but and, and in that one just the time scale right right like just his adolescence is like hundreds of years so yeah 100 percent that you know you would eventually devolve into but, but like would you still prefer that considering the fact that like you aren't going to be human at some point it's very i think this is a much deeper question than i intentionally made it because yeah because it's more about that one side like and i think i think if you're going to talk about that time scale i think you put it in the context i'll cut this out um somewhere soon okay um but yeah, the time scale of a human being in relation to you as this Viltrumite or a Saiyan or just like a Saiyan, say if Saiyans lived hundreds of years, um, you, I would only pick that particular path if I knew that there was still life outside of Earth. If I were just like, given this time scale and given this ability in the scale of humanity, I'd probably take the Pokemon path because I don't want to live that life knowing there's not other sentient things out there for me to like commune with do you get what i'm saying like if it's humans and only humans then i'm literally a being out of place nowhere to have a home right i mean i think it'd be much like the real saiyan situation where they are a warlike people yeah their home world is warlike and they are essentially doing war on other like worlds just war for breakfast lunch and dinner essentially okay I think I'd still take it. I just think I'd still take of, it. Because, like, I get to be the martyr in that scenario versus, like, forcing my cute little cuddly pets into dying constantly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to do supernatural cockfighting. That'd be really right. nice I'm, if like, I didn't do that. Too much of a masochist to, to let my little animals eat the pain for me. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I'll take the quote unquote high road here and become a psychopathic right. superman psychopathic superman world killer yeah world killer i guess that's the better of the two options yeah, either that or it's just dog like dog fighting but with with cool powers that's interesting because you're like a villain honestly in both <laughs> in yeah both you're scenarios. probably a villain in both but, but like uh, one you're like destroying worlds one you're like letting your little <laughs> pets get killed over and over and over again absolutely that's tough. That is a tough. Idea. I actually don't know. That's a good ender right there. Because I, I'll leave you all for that. Hey, if you want to come in and give your opinion on any of the hypotheticals we had, you can jump into the Patreon for one dollar and up on Patreon.com/slash/ubology. Get you into the Discord with all of our past guests and the lovely Patreon folks. Some of them who gave us some of the some of the questions today. Deimos, Saint, Ant Man, thank you so much for giving us those things. Um, 
if you want to get into the syllabus sidebar game, which is our side show for three dollars and up on Patreon, that is our lo-fi high vibe. Sometimes anime, sometimes not. Sometimes visual, and sometimes on hiatus show where we talk about life and shit and experimental stuff. And uh, we ha- that's back on. We've had a couple bangers lately, so you should go check that out. Uh, the YouTube game is back on. Like, comment, subscribe anywhere you do those things. And if you want to listen to our backlog, you're already on the platform, baby. Go on in. Go just one click over. Just hop over to the other screen. Little yeah, little little, little swipe. A lot of shows we talked about. I'm sure you like one of them. There's got to be one in there. And there's a lot we don't talk about shows, just anime in general. There's going to be something in there that you like. But all the links are in all the descriptions anywhere you get your podcast fix or video or audio or whatever you do. Um, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, you tr- write us there. We are most likely going to read it. Uh, responses is a 50-50, but we will absolutely read it. And if you want, <laughs> we will. We will. No, it's the same. We're going to read it. I will more than likely respond. Okay. Ethan will more like mo- most likely respond. I don't know why you're acting like you don't respond. <laughs> I do respond most likely all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you want to go old school with a little bit of a electronic snail mail? Give us yeah. the Weebology podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you like us, if you want us to watch a show and you know, just want to say hi. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, so, sounds good. All right. I think that's it. We just finished a mammoth double recording a session. Double banger. Yeah, I may just record. I may just edit one of these and just pop it and I'll do it the other one. Like, We'll see like, what happens. It's super late, man. It's just super I late. I think you could probably edit this on the plane or like after. Like I probably a whole can. week somewhere else. That's probably fair. But until I start editing in the Mile High Club, I'm Ricky. <laughs> and I'm Ethan. And this is been Weebology. Deuces. Deuces. Is that what that means, Mile High Club? I think that's exactly, that's what, exactly it what it means. That's exactly what it means, editing, editing at yeah. 35,000 feet. Okay, cool. Just making sure. <laughs>